Welcome to this week's Friday feature interview of the week on WNCW. I'm Paul. We spotlight this week one of the most anticipated entertainment events held every year, the Oscars for great achievement in film. The glamorous event is this coming Sunday, March 12th, and it will be televised on ABC. To go over some of the categories and nominees, I welcome film critic experts who make their home in Western North Carolina. And what really makes them unique is that they are father and son. We welcome Noel and Thomas Manning. Hey, hey, good morning, Paul. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. The credentials on both of you are many, and that's within the state, across the region, and the nation. Noel is a member of the Critics' Choice Association, the Online Film and Television Association, North Carolina Film Critics Association. Both of you are members of the Southeastern Film Critics Association, and one of the big things is that you are a part of a weekly TV and radio program called Meet Me at the Movies, and that specifically airs in Cleveland County on cable television. You stay busy. We do. We do have a blast. You you and I, Paul, do go back quite a ways. My love of film goes back decades and decades, and I first got started doing film journalism or entertainment journalism uh, back in 1991, and I've just been really happy to be able to do that and been able to include Thomas uh, in the past few years uh, and my daughter before that for Meet Me at the Movies, and so uh, really happy that Thomas and I have uh, been doing this. And I know Thomas has a few things to say as well about that. Yeah, so I always grew up loving movies as much as any other kid did, uh, you know, watching the Star Wars movies, the Marvel movies, that kind of thing. But it wasn't really until late in high school that I started looking at film from a more analytical perspective. When I was a senior in high school, I actually took a few classes at Gardner-Webb University and was able to get an early start there. A class I took was an elective, um, a film criticism class, and then an award-winning filmmaker's class. And uh, that's when I really started seeing, all right, there's more than just, is this movie entertaining or not? It's an entire art form. And there's so many different art forms within the art form of film itself. Thomas, you were also a part of something called Elements of Madness. That's right. Yeah. Elementsofmadness.com, which is managed by uh, Douglas Davidson, also a member of Critics' Choice and North Carolina Film Critics. And uh, I'm senior interviewer for that site. And I've been contributing to Elements of Madness for about the same amount of time that I've been uh, with Meet Me the Movies. Okay, guys, let's tackle the Oscars now, and let's do it this way. Instead of predicting who you think will win, who do you feel like should win, in your opinion? Let's begin with Best Supporting Actress. For Best Supporting Actress, I'm leaning towards uh, Stephanie Sue for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I think that's a film that we're going to be talking about a lot here today, and we've been talking about a lot over the past year. Her performance, essentially the villain performance of the film, but this film explores the idea that it's not her that's necessarily the villain or any human being in particular. The really the true villain is a lack of empathy and a lack of kindness in the world. But her performance kind of anchors that theme. For my vote, I would go for uh, Carrie Condon for the uh, Banshees of Inna Sharon. 40 years old, she's been in the industry since she was 16. She's uh, really known for her high art performances, her stage performances. She has this background, Shakespearean. She's done a lot of other things too, small screen, big screen. In this film, I really felt that she offered this natural balance 
to this this really uh, oddly dark comedy romance. It's not a feel-good movie, Thomas. This was really kind of a feel-bad movie, but she offered this kind of natural bridge between characters, and there were two dominant characters and actors, and, and she was just really this perfect balance for me, so she would get my vote for Best Supporting Actress. Thomas, back to you, Best Supporting Actor. So this is really a tough category for me because there are two performances in particular that I absolutely adore. Kehi Kwan for Everything Ever All at Once. He's had so much the momentum this award season, and he's had such an incredible story. Of course, we know him from his early days in the film industry, working on uh, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom as a short round. He was also in The Goonies. Then he kind of took a break from acting and came back, and uh, here he is decades later, and it's very possible that he'll win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. But another nomination in this category that I love, uh, Brian Tyree Henry for the film Causeway. It's just an incredibly vulnerable performance that we're not used to seeing him play. Usually typecast as, you know, a pretty tough character, but in this film, he kind of shows an honest side to his performance that I don't think we've seen him give many times before. And for me, Paul, I'm going to go with Quan. Uh, Thomas mentioned a lot about him. We remember him from those uh, early days with Indiana Jones and the Goonies. And in his 20s, he kind of felt like Hollywood had left him behind. And it's wonderful to see him in front of the camera again. And uh, in this film, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I really think that it was the perfect film for him to come back to the big stage. What are the two of your thoughts on Best Lead Actress at the Oscars? Coming back once again to Everything Everywhere All at Once, Michelle Yeoh. So it's a multiverse film. There's so many different iterations of the main characters, but she plays a character called Evelyn. And of the dozens of Evelyns across the multiverse that we get a glimpse of in this film, I feel like Michelle Yeoh could easily do a feature film on every single one of them. You know, whether we're seeing that particular Evelyn on screen for one second or one hour, she feels authentic and alive in every single portrayal of that and that's just insanely difficult to do as a performer agree or disagree no Oh, absolutely. My vote would go to Michelle uh, Yeoh as well. She is truly a legend. And in this film, Thomas mentioned she plays multiple variations of the same character. And what I loved about that is within each, she found a way to bring her heart into every single one of those variations. Incredibly difficult to do. And this was really a perfect film for her to shine. Film critics Noel and Thomas Manning are guests on the Friday feature. Now to Best Lead Actor. I see this one as a really tough one. Do you agree? Yeah, I was uh, looking over this list again yesterday. Every single one of these is any other year would be probably one of the best performances, no doubt. And the fact that we have all these stacked up against each other really is just incredible. But the one performance that has stuck with me since I first watched the film in November is uh, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin. This film is it's very sad, but it's also probably one of the most hilarious movies of, of the year as well very dark comedy it's a very specific type of comedy but colin farrell is dialed into that better than you know, any other actor could have in this role and he's basically just a guy who's wondering why his best friend doesn't like him anymore and <laughs> we see him slow 
slowly and slowly becoming just as cold, kind of just as mean as the other guy who's kind of given him the cold shoulder. Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inishirin. But for me, uh, lead actor category, I've seen Elvis come to life on screen in biopics before multiple times, but never quite like this. Uh, Austin Butler truly became the king of rock and roll. Uh, I, I think he offered uh, an incredible character study of this legend throughout the many seasons of his life. Butler had the mannerisms down, the onstage performance aspect down as you see it in front of large crowds, and then the intimate one-on-one scenes uh, between Elvis and other characters. So many memories that we have seen captured on film to see it come to life in a way that did not feel like parody, that that actually felt real, that's tough. I really think that what Austin Butler was able to do is bring an uh, honorable tribute and a reflection to a man who was flawed uh, and a man who was also in search of peace and, and maybe even normalcy in this whole world that called him the greatest celebrity of all time. As we get you ready for Sunday evening's Oscars, only one thing left to talk about. Best picture, Thomas? So it's a mouthful of a title, but we've talked about it a lot already, and it is everything, everywhere, all at once. And uh, when I first watched this movie, I really felt like I was witnessing the invention of just an entirely new cinematic language. This is a movie that, like the emotional climax of the film, it finds a way to make raccoons and hot dogs, you know, pivotal emotional structures in the film. <laughs> and I literally didn't think that was possible, but um, it's uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner who co-directed this film. They found a way to do that. And it's probably the weirdest movie I saw last year, but I mean that as the highest compliment possible. It's the weirdest and the most beautiful and yes. everything in between. So- yeah, buddy, that gets my vote. I mean, that's what I would have voted for. And I did through several of our critics groups, everything, everywhere all at once, creative, adventurous, and I think it was even courageous with what they did. This is a film that defies genre. Can't really put it in a nutshell about what type of film it is, but for me, there's so many themes and messages, but but the ultimate theme for me was it was a message about speaking to the impossible possibilities that we all have within, but I think this film served as an awakening to what the possibilities are that we have for ourselves, we have for society and how we can make those two come together for the good. The Oscars, two days away. It's been a pleasure to discuss it with film critics Noel and Thomas Manning, father and son. Thank you both. Thanks so much for having us again. Yeah, Paul, as always, it's wonderful to spend time with you and and thanks for the opportunity.